Greetings, friends, lovers, and others. You're welcoming the extreme to the quiz cupboard. There's plenty of room for you, as long as you don't mind sitting on someone's lap. Embrace it. Get a drink with two straws, let loose. There's a slightly end-of-term feeling in the cupboard this week. Because as discussed last time out, I'm taking a short break after this one. Don't worry, it's just a month or so to realign the old chakras, burn some sage around the place and such, so we can all start afresh with season two sometime in November. I'll put some bonus questions up on the socials, so follow at Quiz Cupboard if you feel the urge. Uh, in the meantime, let's quiz the quiz of today. I've packed it with four of my favourite round formats. The first being false instruments. It's five song intros, but artificially played using the quote-unquote wrong instruments, thanks to Gary the MIDI keyboard. There he is. I need you to tell me the name of the song and the original artist, please. They are worth one point each. Diving straight in, we go with question one, now on the Turkish Oud Lute. Fabulous. A point for the name of the song and a point for the original artist who performed that song, please. Question two is now on classical female ensemble and sounds like this. Starting out with some fairly musically simple ones and we're going to get a little bit more complex as we go along. Tell me the answers, please, to question two. Question three is now on a, a selection of Chinese instruments. Here it is. Oh, you know that one. You're singing it already, I'm sure. Uh, now for question four, I've put together a bit of a super group of animal noises, continuing in my tradition for this round. Um, here we have a song on duck, cat, dog and goat, with duck taking the lead to start with. Here it is. <laughs> Powerful, deep stuff there. The rain sound effect, I should mention, is in the original song. It also just happens to go very well with a duck being the lead singer. Um, tell me the, the name of the song and the artist. And question five is on a melange of Celtic instruments, let's say. Here it is. Right, there are our first five questions done. Ten points on offer for round one. If you want to re-listen to any, you do officially have permission to rewind and or pause for thinking time or use the roughly 20 seconds provided by this convenient jingle.
to finalise your answers. Okay, your next opportunity for points is here. It's round two, Chandler Bing Crosby. Here you follow some clues I've written to combine the names of two famous people, living or otherwise, in an unholy mashup. For example, if I asked for a TV character and a singer and gave the clue, could this Christmas be any whiter? You'd say Chandler Bing Crosby, wouldn't you? Because the phrasing mimics the Friends character Chandler Bing and the White Christmas reference gives you the singer of that song, Bing Crosby. Usually it's two points or nothing this round, but uh, because there's no adult supervision, I'm going to say this week you can have a point if you get just one of the people. I make the rules. You're welcome. The first pair of people I'm after is a sports star and a director. They share one of their names, and the clue goes like this. When I played for the Bulls, did anyone get out with an easy win against us? Nope. I'll read that again. So remember, one of them has a surname that is the same as the first name of the other one. A sports star and a director. When I played for the Bulls, did anyone get out with an easy win against us? Nope. Tell me who that is referring to, please. Question two, actor and a writer. Two different people. And the clue is a bit shorter. It goes, fear and loathing in Elastigirl. Not my very best ever clue, but it does certainly combine the names of two people. Tell me who they are, please. An actor and a writer. Fear and loathing in Elastigirl. Sort of works. Question three. I'm after a singer and a politician, please. And it goes like this. You ready? N-E-W-D-E-A-L. Find out what it means to me. Sorry, I didn't sing it. I'll do it again. N-E-W-D-E-A-L. Find out what it means to me. Butchering people's work left, right and centre in this round. Combine two names and tell me who comes out the other end. Question four is an author and an actor combined. Uh, One of my shortest ones ever. It goes like this. The Frankenshining. I'll do it again. The Frankenshining. You, I'm sure you get it, right? Excellent. That was question four. Question five, I'm after a writer and an actor again, please. And it goes like this. Do androids dream of electric sweeps, Mary Poppins? I'll say it again. Do androids dream of electric sweeps, Mary Poppins? Yep, that's the one. So hopefully you've got five mutant names written down and they constitute your answers to round two remember if you can't think of uh, one of the people just write the other one down you'll still get a point for it because i'm very very nice Uh, that's the end of round two listen to this and then we'll do round three shall we what does a turkey do when he flies upside down when he flies upside down he gobbles up of course he gobbles up when he flies upside down round three is with us and it's finally time for a musical theatre round. But wait, before you skip, I have a special celebrity guest returning to read the questions. That's right, it's another round of Slimericks with late 90s era Eminem. Welcome back, Marshall. I don't be seeing you as always. Question one, guess who's back? Uh, Shady's back, but uh, just to be clear, everyone, that's not actually question one. You know I listen every week, and it's a good show, but I gotta say, the cupboard feels so empty without me. You're not wrong, Marshall. Are you a fan of musicals? I saw Hamilton, that was alright. And now I have an Emmy, I just need a Tony Award to complete my EGOT. Ah, you're after the EGOT. Maybe an Eminem musical on the cards then? No comment. I mean, a mile is almost a musical already. But remember, I'm not actually Eminem, just you type in the fake voice. I know, I know. Should we get on with the questions? No doubt. 
Now, to be clear, these are limericks describing stage musicals. It's two points if you can name the musical for each one. That's it. So take it away with question one, please. Would you ever get married in Greece? Lovely weather, great food, and such peace. I sure wouldn't object, but I wouldn't expect for my number of dads to increase. Excellent. Now, just in case you're for some reason finding it difficult to understand the cadence of a professional rapper, I'm going to read them all again to you very quickly in an inferior manner. So number one goes like this. Would you ever get married in Greece? Lovely weather, great food and such peace. I sure wouldn't object, but I wouldn't expect for my number of dads to increase. What musical is that about? Let's get straight on to question two. And a place that was slow to advance A young dreamer just wanted one chance When he let his light show Electricity flowed And he found a new future in dance In a place that was slow to advance A young dreamer just wanted one chance When he let his light show Electricity flowed And he found a new future in dance Question three is this As an actor I don't feel so great I would quit but it's really too late Now I'm in so much pain But I can't stop this train Cause I told everyone I could skate yeah, as an actor, I don't feel so great. I would quit, but it's really too late. Now I'm in so much pain, but I can't stop this train because I told everyone I could skate. Tell me what musical that is about. And question four is here. Hey, what if we raised lots of money for a show that makes Hitler seem funny? Such a terrible tale would be so sure to fail that our future seems awfully sunny. Indeed, here it is again. Hey, what if we raise lots of money for a show that makes Hitler seem funny? Such a terrible tale will be so sure to fail that our future seems awfully sunny. Question five rounds out the bunch, and here it is. The Victorians could be so cruel, using children like some kind of fuel. If you want them to work, then don't be a jerk. Give them more of that glorious gruel. The Victorians could be so cruel, using children like some kind of fuel. If you want them to work, then don't be a jerk. Give them more of that glorious gruel. I hope you've got five musicals written down. Round four is coming up. Okay, okay, okay. We'll finish this week's questions off with a round of second the best. Here, I'll give you a category. And if you can tell me the number one thing in that category, good for you. You get one point. But if you boldly go for the second place thing under the specified banner instead... You will, if successful, be rewarded with two points instead. That's a guarantee. So, question one or category one is this. Largest countries with no land borders. Does what it says on the tin, this one. If you can tell me the biggest country that doesn't have any land borders with another country, you're going to get one point. But if you instead think you know the second largest one, then you get two of them. Points, that is. That's the... Well, not genius, but genius of this round. Question two, characters with most mentions in The Lion King screenplay. So the Disney film from the 90s is what I'm looking for. Uh, I've done a slightly unscientific uh, method here. I just pressed Control F, found a, found a copy of it online, pressed Control F and typed in all the character names and counted uh, the number of times they're mentioned in the script. So this includes their own lines, directions and mentions by other characters. Uh, but there's a clear first and second place here. So the most mentioned or the second most mentioned character in the screenplay for The Lion King, the original Lion King movie from Disney. Question three, the most spoken first languages in India. That's it. India, a country of many first languages, but the ones that are spoken by the most people as a first language is what I'm looking for here, preferably the second most spoken first language in India. Question four is countries with the most FIFA Women's World Cup wins. This is in 
Association Football Soccer. If you need me to be clear about that, uh, FIFA started the official Women's World Cup in 1991. That was when the first tournament was. Who's won the most, or preferably the second most of them? And question five, the most followed people on Twitter. The top 10 most followed accounts at the moment are all for individual famous people rather than companies or organisations. Tell me who's got the most or the second most followers on that horrible website. Okay, that's all our questions for this week, but don't worry, the answers are in your near future. But uh, sire, it's a big hit. Uh, The whole village is singing it. I like that, do know I do. This gives me a feeling of power. Right Righto, let's listen to our False Instruments questions again with a little bit of the original song stitched on to the end of the intro there by way of an answer. I will clarify, of course, verbally as well. Question one was this. Yeah, If I Could Turn Back Time is the song and Cher, Oscar winner Cher is the artist. So one point for each of those. Question two, here we are. An incredibly new song by Quiz Cupboard Standards from 2019. That is Dance Monkey, the artist Tones and I. Tones and I, Dance Monkey are your two answers for a point each there. Here was question three. Of course, it's The Boys Are Back in Town by Thin Lizzy. Thin Lizzy, The Boys Are Back in Town. Yes, they are. Here's question four again. Yes, it's the Animal Choir version of Cry Me a River. Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake. Uh, So well done if you got that. Question five was this. Rick Astley. Never going to give you up. That's it. Two points. I'm sure you got there, but I hope you enjoyed listening to it in a sort of fake Celtic style. Round two was Chandler Bing Crosby. Let's dive straight into the meat of the questions. When I played for the Bulls, did anyone get out with an easy win against us? Nope. I hope you noticed my emphases there on get out, us, and nope. Uh, First of all, playing for the Bulls, a sports star, Michael Jordan, the most famous player for the Chicago Bulls, I would argue, Ever and who's directed Get Out, Us and Nope, it's Jordan Peele. So Michael Jordan Peele 
is your answer there. But if you've got either of those two guys, it's one point this time. Question two, an actor and a writer, Fear and Loathing in Elastigirl. I, sort of, we had the last sound from Las Vegas there. It kind of works, but it's a bit unsatisfying, I know. Anyway, Fear and Loathing in Elastigirl, the answer is Holly Hunter S. Thompson. Holly Hunter playing Elastigirl famously in The Incredibles films, and Hunter S. Thompson wrote Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, question three, singer, politician, N-E-W-D-E-A-L. Find out what it means to me. Aretha Franklin D. Roosevelt is the answer there. Aretha Franklin D. Roosevelt, um, FDR, famous for his New Deal economic programs as president. And Aretha Franklin had a song with that kind of figure, but it was uh, it was obviously spelling respect instead of New Deal, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. So the answer, yes, Aretha Franklin D. Roosevelt, or either of those people for one point. Question four, the Frankenshining. I was slightly pleased with myself for writing this one, an author and an actor. The answer is Mary Shelley Duval. I was very pleased to find that Shelley Duval's first name was spelt exactly the same as Mary Shelley's surname, Mary Shelley, the writer of Frankenstein, and uh, Shelley Duval, the, one of the stars of The Shining, the adaptation, that is, that starred Jack Nicholson alongside Shelley Duval. And question five, do androids dream of electric sweeps Mary Poppins? Do androids dream of electric sweeps? Mary Poppins, a writer and an actor. And so, of course, the answer is Philip K. Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke, well known for his wonderful Cockney accent, playing a sweep, a chimney sweep in Mary Poppins. And Philip K. Dick, the writer of Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? So it fits perfectly. I think you'll agree. Philip K. Dick Van Dyke is the answer for question five. And that rounds out round two. Round three was Slimericks, so we'll welcome back Eminem, Marshall Mathers III, to read the questions one more time. Would you ever get married in Greece? Lovely weather, great food, and such peace. I sure wouldn't object, but I wouldn't expect for my number of dads to increase. Was question one, describing some of the elements of the plot of Mamma Mia. The ABBA uh, jukebox musical Mamma Mia is the answer to question one. Question two. And a place that was slow to advance And young dreamer just wanted one chance When he let his light show, electricity flowed And he found a new future in dance And we're talking there, of course, about Billy Elliot Electricity, a reference to the most famous song by Elton John From that musical, uh, talking about someone Wanting to build a future in dance It's Billy Elliot uh, Question three was this Maybe slightly cryptic, but I'm sure you got it as an actor, I don't feel so great. I would quit, but it's really too late. Now I'm in so much pain, but I can't stop this train. Because I told everyone I could skate. Yeah, I saved the pertinent details for the very last two lines there. I can't stop this train, because I told everyone I could skate. Well, what musical combines trains with skating? It's Starlight Express. Starlight Express, the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical there. Yes, requiring its actors to be on roller skates. Interesting stuff. Question four. Hey, what if we raised lots of money for a show that makes Hitler seem funny? Such a terrible tale would be so sure to fail that our future seems awfully sunny. This one's about the producers. The producers is the answer. A show in which two producers try to deliberately tank a show financially in order to enrich themselves. Rings a bell. Here's question five. The Victorians could be so cruel, using children like some kind of fuel. If you want them to work, then don't be a jerk. Give them more of that glorious gruel. Finishing off with a nice one there. Please, sir, I want some more. It is 
Oliver, and I hope you put an exclamation mark after your answer of Oliver there because technically that's what it's supposed to be. Two points either way though for you if you got that. That's the end of round three and round four, second the best is all that stands between us and the end of season one. So let's power towards that. Uh, question one, largest countries with no land borders. Number one here, if you look at any globe, is quite clearly Australia. The only country in this category over a million square kilometres in area and it is 7.6 million. So fairly large. And the second place here is Madagascar. With about It's about half a million square kilometres, kilometres squared. So Madagascar will get you two points there or Australia if you went safe for one point. Number three here is Japan. Number four, Philippines. Nothing for either of those, I'm afraid. Unlucky. Just a quick digression here about Greenland. It's not a country in its own right. It's part of Denmark. And also, as of this year, 2022, it has a land border with Canada on Hans Island. In June, the two countries ended a 44-year passive-aggressive war over the island, mostly consisting of flag planting and leaving bottles of whiskey and snide notes to each other on the island. And the main upshot of that is you don't get any points if you said Greenland. Question two, characters with the most mentions in the Lion King screenplay. Well, I think probably you knew what question, what number one was here. If you've seen the film or even the musical, that is, it's Simba. 574 times his name comes up in the screenplay. So Simba for one point. And number two is Scar, the main villain played by Jeremy Irons in the film Scar. 249 times his name is mentioned in the uh, in the screenplay there. Timon is number three and Zazu surprisingly enough, is number four, the, the bird character played by Rowan Atkinson. So Simba, one point. Scar, two points. And question three here is next. Most spoken first languages in India. Well, far and away, number one here is Hindi. Apparently 528 million people speak that as a first language. And number two here is Bengali or Bengali, depending where you're from. I'm going to say Bengali, with 97 million people speaking. That as their first language. So two points for Bengali, one point for Hindi. Question four here, FIFA Women's World Cup wins. Well, the USA has won four of them, including the most recent one in 2019. So they have the most. That will get you one point, United States of America. And number two here, with a meagre two World Cup wins in 2003 and 2007, is Germany. So Germany, two points. USA, one point for the Women's World Cup question. And finally, the most followed accounts on Twitter. Number one here is Barack Obama. Obama, former president, 133.4 million people have subscribed to his tweets. And second place here is Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, the pop star from Canada, 113.9 million, not too shabby either. So two points for Bieber, one point for Obama in that question. Katy Perry was in third place here. Number four, Elon Musk, Rihanna, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, they're all over 100 million. And yet, at Albert Einstein, only has 483,000 followers. Really makes you think. And I hope I've made you think over the last 20 quizzes and that you've collected as many of the 800 points on offer as possible, enough to see you through the coming weeks. I'm looking at mid-November for the next episode, if you're listening as they come out. And in the meantime, I'd love it if you could spread the quiz cupboard gospel to all and sundry, particularly sundry. I'm really hoping to nail down the sundry demographic. All right. No, you hang up. 
I'm John, question and music writer. You can email me. It's quizcupboard.gmail.com if you feel the urge. Other than that, it's a big thanks for listening and I'll leave the cupboard door ajar for you. Quiz your next quiz on the Quiz Cupboard. See you soon. Thank you.